The Dallas Stars win back-to-back games in Seattle. Saturday night, it was dramatic, but Monday night, it was pure dominance. On today's episode, we'll talk about the Stars' excellence on the special teams and talk about what we can expect tonight in Vancouver on today's episode of Locked On Stars. Your Locked On Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Bing bong. Howdy, Stars fans. Welcome back to the Locked On Stars podcast, the only daily podcast covering the Dallas Stars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Dane Lewis, your local expert on all things Dallas Stars hockey, coming to you on this Tuesday, March 14th. And whether this is your first time here or you are a recurring listener, thank you for stopping by and making Locked On Stars your first listen of the day. If you're new to the show and watching for the first time, be sure to hit that subscribe button on YouTube or the follow button on your favorite podcasting platform of choice. A little bit of housekeeping. I know we've had some issues here and there uh, with some of the audio side of things. I know that the Google link had been acting up. Uh, and now maybe Apple Podcast too, being a little funky, not showing some episodes on the feed. Uh, myself and mainly my supervisors and other people here at the Locked On Podcast Network are working to get that resolved. Uh, so know that if you notice something off on your podcasting platform of choice, know that we're aware of it. It's being worked on, uh, and hopefully it will all be resolved soon. Thank you guys for the continued patience and support uh, of the podcast, regardless of if things are running smoothly technically or not. But what is running smoothly right now is the Dallas Stars on their six-game road trip. They're now halfway through, and so far it's been relatively smooth sailing as they've won the first three games of this six-game trek. And Monday night's game was just another excellent outing for this team, and it almost seems like the team tuned in and listened to yesterday's episode, and as they pretty much did everything I said that they really needed to focus on in this game. And really the big parts of that were to win in regulation in relatively convincing fashion. 5-2 to win. The Stars were never trailing. I would say that that was pretty convincing fashion. And they were kind of able to take their foot off the gas a little bit later in the game. uh, And Seattle just kind of seemed defeated. And they kind of rolled over uh, after the Stars scored their fifth and final goal of the game. But really the big part of this matchup that I really enjoyed watching was the Stars' special teams. We talked about yesterday how good the penalty kill has been and how it was really solid on Saturday night outside of allowing one goal. The penalty kill goes two for two on Monday night against the Kraken, but what I was most impressed with was the power play. I talked about how the Stars needed to find a way to draw penalties. They only drew one on Saturday and only got about 50 seconds or so, uh, or 70 seconds or so of power play time. Didn't really get a good quality look on the man advantage. And so their offense kind of suffered from it uh, where they weren't able to get a power play goal. But in Monday night's contest, they draw four penalties and execute on the power play three times. And all of them uh, pretty quick goals, uh, if I do say so. Jason Robertson scoring 40 seconds into the third period. His 39th goal of the season, Jamie Benn scoring, uh, what, nine or 10 seconds into the first power play. And then even the second one, Joe Pavelski's 18th goal of the season, relatively quick. And so the Stars really just were not wasting time 
on the man advantage. And it was such a refreshing sight to see the power play dominate. I feel like we haven't seen the Stars man advantage do what they did in Seattle in quite some time. And really a nice change of pace to see, especially in the middle of this road trip where goals haven't necessarily been scarce or hard to come by for the Stars. But sometimes it can be difficult to score on the road. And so it's nice to see the Stars getting the job done both on the five-on-five but also on the power play as well. They The Stars just seem to have really rattled this Kraken team with the comeback win on Saturday, but they really went for the throat early in this game on Monday night. Seattle applied a little bit of pressure, but really all it took was one goal from Evgeny Dodonov. A little bit of a fortuitous bounce, I will say, but the Stars' offense was certainly a no-fluke in this contest on Monday. Just a sign of things to come some excellent performances all around uh joe pavelski a two-point night jason robertson had two points johnston and dodonoff also on the two-point mark but then you have guys like jamie ben and miro haskinen who had three-point nights haskinen three assists jamie ben a power play goal his 28th goal of the season and two assists to go with it an excellent night for the entire team for the most part, a few mistakes here and there, and they still did let Seattle score some goals that maybe they shouldn't have and uh, some questionable decisions defensively at times. But this was overall a much stronger performance across the ice on both sides for the Stars. I think the defense, while again not perfect, did give Jake Ottinger a little bit more help than they did on Saturday night. And also Otter looked really sharp, saving 26 of 28 shots. And some of them not necessarily easy saves to make uh, but he just always seemed to be in the right place at the right time. And the Stars defense also did enough to help him be in a good position where he wasn't having to make too many Herculean saves throughout the matchup. And also a huge testament to the Stars penalty kill, who had another very solid night, keeping the Kraken off the board on special teams. A few instances in the game where the Kraken went on the power play where it felt like a goal definitely could have shifted some of the momentum in the game but the Stars did not allow that to happen. And they overall played a pretty clean game. We don't see them commit only two penalties very often. I know the Stars had a penalty problem earlier on in the season. It's gotten a little better as things have developed, but sometimes they still commit way too many. It's nice to see them only commit two in this game. Certainly nothing to scoff at. A very, very good performance from this team on the power play, and also on the penalty kill. A very satisfying win to watch. You might have expected the Kraken to come out with a little bit more fire and angst, but outside of the first few minutes of the game, once the Stars got that first goal, this did not seem like uh, the Kraken team that we saw on Saturday night when the Stars, it almost felt like a playoff game. I mean, a tightly contested game. The Stars having to score to tie to force OT, and then, of course, the dramatic overtime win for the stars and it kind of has me thinking I, i'm probably going to do an episode here soon uh once there's some space between games talking about which opponent would be the best for the stars to match up with in the first round of the playoffs and why and i hadn't really been considering the seattle crack and i figured that they maybe would still stick around and maybe the third spot in the pacific division but th this is not a good look for the seattle kraken losing back-to-back -back games to the same team at home with a day off in between and who knows what the back end of their season is going to look like with some shaky goaltending some not so great special teams i'm curious to see if they hold on to a top three spot in the specific division or if they can get you know leapfrogged by a team like the edmonton oilers or maybe the calgary flames if they decide to pull themselves together 
And I think it could make for a very interesting playoff matchup if the Stars get to play Seattle in the first round. And of course, again, I'll dive into this at a later date, but I think that that might, that might be one of the better potential matchups for the Stars if they want a, a quote-unquote easy first round. I'm not saying it would be a sweep by any means or you know that the Kraken stand no chance, but I think just given what we've seen over these past two games, I think it's safe to say the Stars would have a clear advantage in a best-of-seven series against this Seattle Kraken squad. And of course, they won both of these games without Tyler Sagan, uh, and they won game two without Mason Marchment for a little bit as well. So the Stars not even at full strength, while the Kraken had a lot of their good players out there on the ice. They had Eberle, uh, Maddie Beneers, McCann, Yanni Gord. I mean, their key players have been out there on the ice. They just haven't been able to put together two solid games to get the win against the Stars. So that's just a little bit of an extra thought I have there. Uh, feel free to let me know in the comments down below on YouTube who you would like to see the Stars get matched up with in round one of the playoffs. And maybe your comment might get featured in the upcoming episode. We're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we'll talk a little bit about Mason Marchman, a scary situation, seeing him leave the ice on Monday night. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by our friends at FanDuel. The midway point of the NBA season is here, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because now new customers can get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores and threes drained. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. I want to thank you again for making Locked On Stars your first listen every single day. Be sure to subscribe to the show on YouTube. Follow us on your favorite podcasting platform of choice. Always free and available no matter where or how you choose to listen. And we've talked about this win. It's another great night for the Stars. A dominant win. Multi-goal win. They score five. Uh, they have scored, what, 10 in the first game on this trip, four in the second game, five in the third. But this game comes with a little bit of another sour ending because of a teammate leaving the ice. The Stars should feel really good about this game, but the ending a little bit spoiled by another fallen teammate. We see late in the game, Stars forward Mason Marchment collides with Kraken forward Vince Dunn, and their knees hit. And, of course, Mason Marchment, we saw, if you watched the broadcast, some of you may have been at the game in Seattle. It looked like some good Stars representation at Climate Pledge Arena. Saw that Mason Marchment went down the tunnel after being down for an extended period of time. And I tweeted this out during the game. And it's something I've noticed that Mason Marchment, he plays physical. He plays just kind of recklessly at times, just not really, you know, careless abandon, no regard for his safety at times. It seems uh, just plays very aggressively and plays very fast. And I, I mean, he gets knocked over a lot. Let's just call it what it is. We see Mason Marchment typically get knocked over by other players or he's bumping into other players, bumping into the boards, but he almost never, stays down for a very long time. Every now and then you'll see him, you know, hit, take a puck to the body or take a hard check along the boards and he's down for a couple seconds, but then he bounces right back up and he's right back in the game. But we see this collision with Vince Dunn and he's in a ton of pain. You could see it even on the broadcast, really unable to stand up. I don't think on the broadcast, they actually ever showed him 
standing. They cut to commercial while he's still down on the ground. Star's training staff coming out on the ice to assist him. And then they come back from commercial and say that he's gone down the tunnel. Uh, and we did not see him return in this game. A very, very scary situation. You never like to see injuries in this league because it's hockey players in general. Mason Marchman especially are some of the toughest guys on the planet. And so if they're down for an extended period of time and going down the tunnel, it's a scary sight. You never want to see it. And we just saw it a few nights ago in Buffalo with Tyler Sagan. We know that he's going to miss some extended time uh, with some stitches in his knee. Mason Marchman, I mean, again, we don't really know how long he's going to be out. I, I was checking Twitter. I tried to give it as much time as I could before recording this. Have not seen an official update on what the term of his health is uh, on nothing on, on Twitter that I could see. Um, so I'm going to hope and pray that no news is good news and that he just, you know, had a collision with his knee, a, a pretty painful area to collide with someone at full speed on ice skates and that he's hopefully going to be okay. And if this is somehow a long-term injury, it's awful, awful timing because Mason Marchment was finally playing like himself, playing like the player that we know that he is, the player that the Stars knew they were getting when they made the move in summer free agency after his incredible season last year with the Florida Panthers. Mason Marchment had three goals in his last four games entering Monday night's contest. He was riding a four-game point streak heading into Monday night's game against the Seattle Kraken. Uh, including, I believe, a three-point performance in Buffalo. He finally broke his long goalless streak uh, a few, or I guess a weekend ago, against the Colorado Avalanche at home. I mean, he was finally looking like the guy that we knew that he could be. He had just been cold for so long, but finally starting to contribute a little bit more offensively outside of just being kind of that menacing player that plays recklessly and plays with speed not afraid to get into players' faces, and seemed to be developing some pretty good chemistry with some new line mates in Max Domi and Ty Delandria, or even with Tyler Sagan and Max Domi. I think he was finally kind of starting to hit his stride at the right time. I think he was going to be generating some momentum heading into the postseason. That still could be the case again, recording this 12.30 a.m. on Tuesday morning, so there could be a little bit more development and news about the term of his health and what his situation is so again hopefully he's going to be okay and it's nothing too serious really do hate it for mason marchment to see him go down again he's a very tough guy you don't see him stay down very long when he does get knocked over but i imagine he's going to do everything he can to be back as soon as he can because again that's just the kind of player that he is a relentless player tough player one of the toughest guys on the team and thankfully, the Dallas Stars do have some good depth that we've talked about all season long in the AHL. They have the the next man up mentality. We've seen it time and time again. Freddie Olofsson continuing to you know play in the NHL whenever guys go down and getting a pretty nice extended stay with the NHL club this season. Uh, and Pete DeBoer has said time and time again, he just likes the tenacity and energy that he plays with. And that's typically what you get out of guys like Freddie Olofsson, who didn't make their NHL debut until their mid-20s, a lot later than a lot of other guys you'd see around the NHL. And so whether it's Freddie Carlstrom, uh, or, I mean, we've seen plenty of other AHL players who are very NHL-capable for the Dallas Stars. I have full confidence that whoever gets called up, if they need to call somebody up, uh, is going to do just fine, and they're going to play hard and play with a ton of urgency, helping the Stars continue to push for a high playoff seed. But again, all of this in hope that Mason Marchman is okay. Best case scenario, he doesn't miss any games. And if he needs to miss a few here on this road trip in order to get 100% better, 
I think that's fine. It's kind of the same similar situation as Tyler Sagan. You'd love to see him come back as soon as possible, but you also want them to be as healthy as they can at this juncture in the season. You don't want to run the risk of more long-term injury that could affect the amount of time that they can play in the postseason. So hopefully Mason Marchman is okay and it's nothing to be too concerned about. But again, a very scary situation on Monday night, seeing him and Vince Dunn collide, hitting their knees, never, never a good situation. Uh, and hopefully we'll see number 27 back on the ice looking like himself soon. Well, we're going to take one more quick break, but when we come back, we'll look ahead to tonight's matchup. The Dallas Stars head across the border for a date with the Vancouver Canucks. And we'll talk about it right after this. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by our friends at Athletic Greens and their product, AG1. With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, immune system, recovery, focus, and aging. Tons of people take some kind of multivitamin, and it's important to choose one with high-quality ingredients that your body will actually absorb. AG1 is a small micro habit with big benefits. It's one thing you can do every single day to take great care of yourself. And right now it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day, and that's it. There's no need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash NHL network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right, everybody, the Dallas Stars back at it tonight. No rest for the weary. They win in Seattle on Monday and they turn around immediately for a game in Canada against the Vancouver Canucks who have been living pretty well or at least in terms of winning games since they last saw the Stars in that 5-4 overtime game that resulted in a Canucks win on February 27th. After that game in Dallas, they kicked off a six-game homestand where they lost the first matchup against the Minnesota Wild, but since then, they haven't lost. They beat the Toronto Maple Leafs, Nashville Predators, Anaheim Ducks, and Ottawa Senators, and you may say, well, some of those teams are really bad, and even though the Canucks aren't very good, you would expect them to win some of those games, and right you are, but beating Nashville and Toronto, even if it is in their home building, still pretty impressive. Uh, although, you know, Dallas being the, the finale of this homestand, if you ask me, maybe in Vancouver's best interest to go ahead and lose this game, because if you win too many, you're going to take yourself out of the race for Connor Bedard. And, you know, Canucks fans don't want that. Can, you know you want Connor Bedard. You know you want to lose a few more games uh, to get a little bit closer to potentially getting Connor Bedard in your organization. I digress. Uh, no one's asking me for my opinions on the Vancouver Canucks on this show, but we know that this is a scrappy Vancouver team who the stars have not beaten since November 19th, 2019, because you'll remember they didn't play uh, the following season after the Stanley cup run because of the realigned divisions. The stars didn't play any of the Canadian teams that year. They got swept. They lost all three games to the Canucks last season. And they of course lost, their first matchup against Vancouver this season. But several, several years ago, back in 2019, the Stars beat the Canucks 6-1. to A crazy offensive outing. I believe Ben Bishop gets the win in that game in net. Crazy to see uh, where the organization is at now in terms of goaltending. Ben Bishop not even in the NHL anymore. 
technically, uh, technically a member of the Buffalo Sabres, but not playing. And then offensively, just an explosion from Jamie Benn, who had two goals in the game, Miro Haskin and Corey Perry, Justin Dowling. And you ready for this one? Taylor Fadoon. <laughs> Taylor Fadoon, the uh, original 42, like maybe not the original, but one of the last guys to wear the number 42 before Freddie Olofsson started wearing it. He got a goal in that game. I believe he had two on the season for the Stars, and that was one of them. Uh, and Justin Dowling is actually a current member of the Vancouver Canucks organization, actually having a very solid season with the Abbotsford Canucks in the AHL. He has 41 points, which is third on the team, but I can't imagine we'll be seeing uh, our old friend Justin Dowling in this game. And we're not going to see uh, Taylor Fadoon either, even though he was a former Vancouver Canuck with one game played for that organization. Crazy world, crazy world that we live in. But hopefully the Stars can change their fortunes a little bit against the Canucks. It's been a while since they've beaten them. And even though, again, the Canucks aren't necessarily a great team, it's never easy to go into an opposing team's building and win, especially for some reason in the Canadian markets. It, it just always seems to be a, a tough outing for the Stars, even when they do get wins. It never really seems to come that easy. And so I'm a little nervous going into this game. I'd be nervous anyway, but especially with it being night two of a back-to-back -back and, and likely starting a rookie goalie, the Dallas Stars will be. Jake Ottinger needs some rest, especially three games into this trip. Night two of a back-to-back, -back, you can't start Jake Ottinger. You have to give him rest. But it looks like Matt Murray is slated to be the number one goalie in this game. And yes, he looked pretty good against the Chicago Blackhawks, but as bad of a season as the Canucks have had, they are not the Chicago Blackhawks. And that version of the Blackhawks may be the best team you could play for your NHL debut as a goalie. And Matt Murray still shows some cracks in the armor there. Certainly wasn't a perfect game for him or the Stars' defense, Vancouver's going to be a little bit more difficult to slow down with guys like Elias Pettersson leading the charge. So the Stars have to find a way to give Matt Murray that support defensively, and they also just need to continue to do what they've been doing. Don't overcomplicate things. Don't try to think too hard. Just do what you've been doing on this road trip. Draw penalties, play efficient offense, make smart passes, enter the zone cleanly, and conjure up those good possessions. I mean, that's what we've really seen this team do through three games and the offense again has looked excellent. They've scored at least four goals in every single one of their games on this trip so far. And I have full confidence they can do it again. I think there just needs to be some belief in that locker room that they can do it. I'm sure that they're not really thinking about the fact that they haven't beaten this team since 2019, but I certainly am because it's just been way too long since I've seen this team beat the Vancouver Canucks. And I'm tired of losing to the Canucks because again, they're just not a good team at this point in the season. You need to beat the inferior opponents. And this is a, a tough stretch with Vancouver tonight. And then you have to go play two, you know, playoff-esque teams. The Edmonton Oilers, I 100% believe, will be in the playoffs. Calgary, the verdict is still out, but we've seen what the Flames can do to the Stars this season. So am I a little nervous going into this game? Yes, absolutely. But also, I do have a good amount of confidence given what I've seen from the Stars over the past handful of games on this road trip. So it should be very interesting to see how things play out in terms of Matt Murray's performance, whether or not Mason Marchment plays. Tons of interesting storylines to follow going into this game. But that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Stars. Thank you so much again for tuning in and making us your first listen of the day. Subscribe to the show on YouTube. Follow us on your favorite podcasting platform. And you can follow us on social media as well, at Locked on Stars, on both Instagram and Twitter. And you can also find my personal Twitter account at Dane double underscore Lewis. 
Uh, be sure to tune in tomorrow. We'll be revisiting and recapping this game against the Vancouver Canucks, hopefully talking about the fourth consecutive Dallas Stars win here on the road. I would love nothing more uh, than to be talking about the Stars breaking their losing streak against Vancouver. But I hope you guys have a great Tuesday, and we'll see you back here tomorrow.